bad news is here for the world, very bad, but not so for the bloodbot. Fearful things are here for the unwashed, and the fears will continue to grow in magnitudes of dread, but certainly not for the born again. God instructs the prophet Isaiah in chapter 8, verses 11 through 13, For the Lord spake thus to me with a strong hand, and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of this people, saying, Say ye not a confederacy to all them to whom this people shall say a confederacy, neither fear ye their fear, nor be afraid. Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself, and let him be your fear, and let him be your dread." We are cautioned not to walk in their ways. Second Corinthians six fourteen through 18. Be ye not unequally yoked with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? So ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said, I will dwell in them, and they walk in, I will walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Say ye not a confederacy. God's people are not to agree, nor compromise, nor covenant with the world's rebellious ways. Isaiah verse 18, Neither fear ye their fear, nor be afraid. They fear because they are not children of God. To be a child of God, one must be born into God's house, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God. Jesus calls it born again. John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except that man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. At born again, the world's fear is replaced with faith. Second Timothy 1.7, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. As children of God, we are commanded to reject fear, with the exception of one fear. Isaiah 8.13, Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself, and let him be your fear, and let him be your dread. This fear, the fear of God, is the beginning of wisdom. Psalms 111, verse 10. Faith, on the other hand, the fear, it speaks like this. Psalms 23, verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Tune out of the world's fear machine, the world's 24-hour news cycle, and tune into God's Word, for here everything works together for our good, especially the dark and foreboding. Romans 8.28, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. That word is all now, that sounds mighty comforting, wouldn't you say? Dear visitor, have you yet to be born again, as Jesus declares in the Word of God? In just a moment, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt, and if you do, the promise in 2 Corinthians 5.17 becomes yours. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, 
all things are become new. Today, all your sins and their shame will be washed away by Christ's cleansing blood. You will be perfectly clean. Today, all of Satan's bondages in your life will be broken. The bigger, the better. You will be perfectly free. Today, your brand new life begins. Here is the simple prop I promised. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now, for today's subject. God said, Luke chapter 17, verses 26 and 27. But as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. God said, Revelation chapter 16, verses 17 through 20, And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. God said, Genesis seven seventeen through 20, And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bare up the ark, and it was lifted up above the earth. And the waters prevailed and were increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark went upon the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly above the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. Man said, There is no God. An explosion out of nothing created me and all you see. And even if there was a God, there isn't. He doesn't concern himself in the affairs of men in such a bizarre and ludicrous fashion as Noah and his ark. That sounds like a fairy tale to me. But these Christian simpletons actually believe this foolishness. Sophisticates like me know better. Oh, oh, did I mention my first cousin is a mushroom? Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1186. They will once again certify the perfect and supernatural inerrancy of God's beautiful book, the Majority Text Holy Bible. All of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for your edification and to be used as a net with which to fish for the unsaved souls of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Thank you for coming. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. Carnal science pooh-poohs Noah, his ark, and an earth-destroying flood, dismissing the man and this global event as a biblical fairy tale. However, a catastrophic event of this magnitude, even the global destruction of the entire earth by a flood, cannot be erased from the psychic of man, nor can it be expunged from the testimony of the earth itself. The global flood is ubiquitous and impossible to escape. God Said, Man Said has published a host of features certifying the reality of the flood beyond any reasonable doubt, and this feature will highlight some of the latest information. 
Jesus speaks of his returning in Luke 17, verses 26 and 27. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. He is clear this world will be caught totally unawares at his return. The world's atmosphere in the days of Noah will be duplicated in numerous ways. Concerning the world's spiritual condition at the time of the flood, Genesis 6, 5, and 11 lays it out. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. These are the very end days, and it looks a lot like the days of Noah. Secular geologists theorize that the world's mountain ranges are a result of the earth's tectonic plates colliding into one another, causing the earth's crust to buckle upward over eons of time to form world's mountain ranges. Creation scientists agree that tectonic plates colliding into one another form mountain ranges, but they posit that these collisions happened as a result of the great breaking up of the fountains of the deep and the global flood that followed, and that this event happened less than 5,000 years ago, not over eons of time. Think mountains, and as the days of Noah were, as you read the following Bible prophecies. Revelation chapter 16, verses 17 through 20. And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of God from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. Zechariah 14, 2 through 4. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity, and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west. And there shall be a very great valley. And half of the mountain shall remove toward the north and half of it toward the south. At the end of days, the tectonic plates are on the move again but apparently moving in opposite directions. Note the reference to islands as well as to mountains. Islands are basically the tops of underwater mountains. Even as the world ended in the days of Noah, and a new world arose thereafter, so it will be at Armageddon. The world as we know it, it will end, and a new beginning known as the millennium will arise, during which Christ and his servants will rule and reign upon the earth for a thousand years. Yes, as it was in the days of Noah. 
The latest news reports we will be reviewing shortly come from the New York Post and the Jerusalem Post, which report that Noah's Ark, or parts of it, may have been found. The reality is that these two noble news outlets have been scooped, I mean fully scooped. The world-ending global flood and Noah have already been found. Foundational excerpts from previous God Said, Man Said features regarding the world-destroying flood, Noah and his ark, follow. God Said, Man Said, stacks upon stacks, excerpts follow. When one starts from a position of unbelief in God's word, upside down will look right side up. Consider carnal science's claim that the universe and its earth are about 14 billion years old, and the Bible's declaration that the earth and its universe are just over 6,000 years old, and it becomes obvious that we have a serious upside-down situation. That is a demonstration in unbelief in God's word versus faith in God's word. Somebody's way off. Foundational to the theory of evolution is the theory of uniformitarianism, a geological concept that states the present is the key to the past. In his book, Many Infallible Proofs, Dr. Henry M. Moore speaks of evolutionary uniformitarianism as meaning, all things have developed into their present form by the same slow, natural processes that function at present, acting over billions of years of time, end of quote. Without uniformitarianism, evolution totally collapses. There are two accounts in the biblical record that no one would classify as uniform. Now, I must note that these biblical positions can be proven beyond any reasonable doubt, leaving only the doubt of the unreasonable kind. One, Number one is creation itself. If a uniformitarian arrived on earth on day seven of creation week, he would look around and see all the glorious life forms and the earth and its universe. The uniformitarian would naturally assume history when everything around him is actually just six days old or less. Had this uniformitarian encountered Adam, 15 minutes after God created him and breathed the breath of life up his nostrils, this uniformitarian would have assumed eons of time for this Adam to evolve, yet Adam was only 15 minutes old. No one would call creation uniform. Number two is the global flood that took place in the days of Noah, which evolutionists hold in total disregard. This feature will once again certify the incontrovertible truth of Noah and his ark beyond any reasonable doubt and the unreasonable too. No one would call a globe flood that destroyed everything that had the breath of life in its nostrils with the exception of those upon the ark as uniform. No one. When you build upon unbelief, upside down is the only outcome. According to Bishop Usher's meticulous chronology recorded in his book, The Annals of the World, written in the 1600s, Noah boarded the ark on Sunday, December 7, 2349 B.C. Stacks upon stacks of the obvious shout from the highest mountaintop literally and shout yes to Noah. But today's academics refuse to acknowledge the obvious. They have refused to retain God in their knowledge and therefore God gave them over to a reprobate mind. Romans 1.28 
And even as they did not like to retain God and their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. A reprobate mind means a worthless mind, end of quote. When one starts from a position of unbelief in God's word, upside down will look right side up. God said, man said, Noah dominates the dialogue. Headline, February 8, 2016, Ancient Patriarchs, WordPress.com reads, Chinese mythology, clarified by my old legend, confirms Noah's flood history. Excerpts follow. In yet another version of the more than 500 global flood stories, the Chinese legend tells how the world was swept by a great flood and only Fu Qi and his sister Nua survived. They then retired to Kunlun Mountain where they prayed for a sign from the Emperor of Heaven God, or as he is called in Chinese, Shang Di. Like the Chinese, the Mao are yet another ancient nation that remembers some of their earliest patriarchs. Not just that, but they possess surprisingly accurate recollections of the creation, the flood, and even the Tower of Babel and its confusion of languages. Many of the finer details of their accounts coincide almost identically with the biblical record in Moses' book of Genesis. They were found to already possess this knowledge in the form of ancient couplets when they encountered Western missionaries for the first time. The oral traditions in which the descent of the mile was preserved owe their purity to the fact that they have been recited faithfully and in full at funerals, weddings, and other public occasions for thousands of years since time immemorial. Thus, they are able to reproduce, reproduce excuse me, the earliest names of their progenitors. According to the Mile, we all descended from the first man, whose Mile name translated in English means dirt or earth, which is identical to the meaning of the name Adam, the first man in the Bible. One of Adam's sons is called Seth, while Dirt's son was called seth The grand and great-grandchildren of Seth are called Methuselah, Lamech, and Noah in Genesis. In Mayo records, they are named Lusu, Galo, Lama, and Nua, virtually identical names, and Nua was married to a lady called Gabolian. But that's not all. Noah, who survived the great worldwide flood, had three sons called Ham, Shem, and Japheth, and the Mayo record and Nua also had three sons called Lohan, Loshen, and Yefu. Again, virtually identical with Lo meaning something like Lao in Chinese, meaning old or venerable one like Lao Zi, for example, the famous father of Taoism. End of quote. The God said, man said feature, Noah and the divine foot, reports the following concerning the purported Chinese flood legend just six months after the report you just read, forget the word legend as you read the following headlines. August 4, 2016, New York Times. Scientific evidence of flood may give credence to legend of China's first dynasty. August 5, 2016, UK Telegraph. First evidence of legendary China flood may rewrite history. August 4, 2016, Washington Post. Legends say China began in a great flood. Scientists just found evidence that the flood was real. August 4, 2016, ScienceMag.org. Massive flood may have led to China's earliest empire.
Surely the global flood, Noah and his ark, have been and are continually being verified. God said, man said, feature Noah too. The mother of all extinctions was a headline in the Discover magazine in October 2001, and according to writer K. Wright during an event dubbed the Permian Extinction, 90% of all life on the planet was wiped out, which pseudoscientists erroneously predict to have happened 250 million years ago. The following excerpt from Wright's article tells of a sudden death, but also shows how much confidence one should have in their dating estimates, it reads. Until recently, geologists and paleontologists thought the Permian extinction itself occurred over millions of years, the result of gradual changes in climate and sea level that are common in Earth's history. But new studies have unearthed increased evidence of sudden death. 1997 analysis of radioactive decay in Permian sediments showed that the extinction may have taken place over a period of less than a half a million years. Subsequent, uh, subsequent studies of other sediment features reduced that figure to 10,000 years or less. And according to an exhaustive fossil census Irwin and his colleagues conducted last year, the Permian extinction may have gone down virtually overnight. End of quote. Again from Noah and a Divine Foot. There are hundreds and hundreds of pages on God said, man said, addressing Noah and the devastating global flood. The information is truly Holy Ghost breathtaking. The following bullet points are just a sampling. Marine fossils have been found at the peaks near the summits of all the Earth's mountains. Three quarters of the Earth's crust consists of sedimentary rocks, which are formed almost entirely underwater. The Midwestern part of the United States, including Wisconsin and Texas, are famous in part for the colossal sand mines laid down by ocean waves. Eighty whale skeletons have been unearthed in the Peruvian desert. The famous Hell Creek Formation, covering areas in three U.S. states, is festooned with a strange grouping of fossilized creatures, dinosaurs, saw-toothed tigers, sea-going creatures of many stripes, and all were destroyed by a devastating flood. New excavation in Bowman, North Dakota, USA, a landlocked state, are full of various seagoing creatures entangled with trees, flowers, various land-dwelling creatures, including dinosaurs. What's most remarkable is that all of these creatures were transported together by a flood. It's a long trip from the ocean to North Dakota. In his book, Dragons of the Deep, Carl Weiland writes the following concerning the Shoshone Mountain Reptile, a sea monster known as Shonasaurus. The location in which Shonasaurus fossils came to light is interesting, too. These Shoshone Mountains of Nevada are in the middle of the desert, yet 36 Shonasaurus fossils were found together there at an altitude of over 7,000 feet. End of quote. Sea monsters in Nevada? The Shonasaurus was adopted as the state fossil of Nevada. The magazine The Week ran the following headline in their May 2020, 2022 issue, The Sea Reptile That Could Eat a Giant Squid. 
The feature speaks of a tooth of the seagoing giant Ithiosaur, which was found in the Swiss Alps. The marine fossil crinoid, a sea lily, was found embedded in the limestone on top of Mount Everest. Robert Ballard, famous for the discovery of the Titanic, was being interviewed by ABC News and Christine Amapour, and Ballard says, We went in, the Black Sea region, to look for the flood, Ballard continued. Not just a slow-moving, advancing rise of sea level, but a really big flood that then stayed. The land that went under stayed under. 400 feet below the surface, they unearthed an ancient shoreline, proof to Ballard that a catastrophic event did happen in the Black Sea. By carbon-dating shells found along the shoreline, Ballard said he believes they have established a timeline for that catastrophic event, which he estimates happened about 5,000 B.C. Some experts believe this was around the time when Noah's flood could have occurred. The earlier Mesopotamian stories are very similar, where the gods are sending a flood to wipe out humans, said biblical archaeologist Eric Klein. There's one man they choose to survive. He builds a boat and brings on animals and lands on a mountain and lives happily ever after. I would argue that it's the same story. End of quote. Over 500 ancient societal records speak of a Noah-like event. The God Said, Man Said series, the six thousands, list over 60 discoveries of today's earth that shout an emphatic yes to God's young earth and Noah. After 14 plus billion years of Evo time, isn't it a shock to you that today's certified research shouts 6,000? That's just point zero 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 four percent of proposed time. How did all these great happenings that are being discovered all get clumped into such a short span of time? Just point zero 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 four percent of time. When today's research is presented, unmassaged by evolution's theories, spawned in the deceivableness of unrighteousness, you will see young. In the God Said, Man Said series of six thousands, we list over 60 discoveries that all say yes to a young earth. Several of those examples follow. The genetic diversity of man began 5,100 years ago. Man's best brain was 3,000 to 6,000 years ago. There was a global mass extinction event 5,000 years ago. The Chinese civilization, one of the world's oldest, begins 4,000 years ago as a result of a massive flood. The world's oldest known plague was 5,100 years ago. Pigeons were first domesticated 5,000 years ago. Cats were first domesticated 6,000 years ago. Panda bears developed their taste for bamboo 5,000 years ago. Horses were first domesticated 5,500 years ago. Chickens were first domesticated 4,000 years ago. The list is long. For billions of purported years, we see nothing, and then everything. End of quote. The following excerpts are from ICR's publication, Acts and Facts, the May-June 2022 issue. The ICR column project team, led by geologist Dr. Tim Clary, has mapped out the rock record of the global flood across the world's continents using extensive data from petroleum industry wells, rock outcrops, seismic data, 
and published cross-sections. ICR scientists have input detailed sedimentary rock data along with mega-sequence boundaries across every region, including the continental shelf. These data confirm the reality of a global geological column created by the action of the global flood. This monumental and unprecedented project has shown that the global flood is represented by the same sedimentary rock record trends on every continent that's been evaluated, end of quote. The headline in the July-August 2022 issue of Acts and Facts reads, Asia data confirms progressive global flood. Excerpts follow. The Institute for Creation Research's column project team recently finished a two-year study of Asia. We have now accumulated column data across five of the world's seven continents, with Australia in progress and Antarctica in the future. Our results reinforce earlier findings of a progressive global flood. After examining the rock record across five continents, we can now be more assured than ever that there was a global flood as described in Genesis, the rocks don't lie, end of quote. Skeptics routinely crow, if Noah is real, where did all the water go? Columbiana University researchers report that ocean levels were once 400 feet lower than they are today. Seems like the water didn't go anywhere. If the earth were as smooth as a ball, it would. Uh, it is calculated that the waters would nearly uh, rise two miles above it. Geologists estimate three to five times the amount of water in the oceans resides deep inside the earth in a porous rock called ringwoodite. Last, a 25-foot fossilized baleen whale was found in the Santa Cruz Mountains of California. If Noah and the global flood are true, and they certainly are, then Marx, Darwin, and their atheistic throng are in a heap of trouble. They cannot allow a divine foot in the door. They must resist at all costs, regardless of the facts. End of quote. Noah and the flood are not news to ancient historians. One of the world's most credible ancient historians, who was born several years after the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, was Flavius Josephus. He wrote the Antiquities of the Jews and the Wars of the Jews. In his possession, he had the commentary and backstory from the books from the Temple Library of many things found in the Bible. Josephus wrote the following concerning Noah and the global flood. He also references historians who were from antiquity in his time, and he writes, After this the ark rested on the top of a certain mountain in Armenia, which when Noah understood he opened it, and seeing a small piece of land about it, he continued quiet and conceived some cheerful hopes of deliverance. The Armenians call this place the place of descent, for the ark being saved in that place, it remains are shown there by the inhabitants to this day. Now all the writers of barbarian histories make mention of this flood and of this ark, among whom is Barossus the Chaldean, for when he is describing the circumstances of the flood, he goes on thus, It is said there is still some part of this ship in Armenia at the mountain of Cordians, and that some people carry off pieces of the bitumen, which they take away and use chiefly as amulets for the averting of mischiefs. Hieronymus the Egyptian 
also, who wrote the Phoenician Antiquities, and Manasses, and a great many others, make mention of the same. Nay, Nicholas of Damascus, in his 96th book, hath a particular relation about them, where he speaks thus, There is a great mountain in Armenia, over Minyas, called Beris, upon which it is reported that many who fled at the time of the deluge were saved, and that one who was carried in an ark came on shore upon the top of it, and that the remains of the timber were a great while preserved. This might be the man about whom Moses, the legislator of the Jews, wrote, end of quote. As I mentioned earlier, the world's secular publications have been scooped. However, here is their latest on Noah. Headline, October 28, 2023, New York Post. Sample from Noah's Ark site in Turkey reveals human activity dating back to biblical, dating back, excuse me, the biblical era, scientists claim. Excerpts follow. It may just be a discovery of biblical proportions. Scientists have placed humans at the site of what is believed to be the ruins of Noah's Ark and the eastern mountains of Turkey. The findings released earlier this week of rock and soil samples determined that clay materials, marine materials, and seafood were present in the area between 5500 and 3000 B.C., according to the Turkish newspaper Hurriyet. The study is comprised of three Turkish and American universities that have been investigating the theory of the site since 2021. The Mount Ararat and Noah's Ark Research Team group was created for scientific research on the ruins, whose structure was damaged due to landslides and carried out its first study in December of 2022. Located less than two miles from the Iran-Turkey border in the Dogebezit district of Agri, lies a Dora Pinar Formation, a 538-foot geographic feature made of limelight believed by some to be the petrified remains of Noah's Ark. A new study on rock samples from the supposed resting site of Noah's Ark in Turkey has determined there was human activities at the time of the flood. The Dora Pinar site is 18 miles south of the greater Mount Ararat summit, where the book of Genesis states is where the Ark came to rest, on the seventh month and the seventeenth day. Scientists collected nearly 30 rock and soil samples from the area of the ruins and analyzed the findings at the Istanbul Technical University. The dating study revealed the samples to be between 3,500 and 5,000 years old or from 3,000 B.C., the most recent time when the catastrophic flood is believed to have occurred. According to the first findings obtained from the studies, it is thought uh, there have been human activities in the region since the Chalcolithic period, that is between the years 5500 and 3000 B.C., Agri Ibrahim Sisin, University Vice Rector Professor Dr. Falkunkea said. It is known that the flood of Prophet Noah went back 5,000 years ago, Kea added. The size and shape of the formation correlated with the dimensions of what the ark is said to be in the Bible book of Genesis. A length of 300 cubits is with 50 cubits and its height 30 cubits. The holy text of the three major religions, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, all have references to Noah and the ark, but scientists have yet to determine the authenticity of the stories. The formation was first discovered 
by a Kurdish farmer in 1948 before Turkish Army Captain Ayan Duprinar identified the site in 1951 when he was flying over the area while on a NATO, a NATO mapping mission, according to the Noah's Ark Scans Project, end of quote. Headline, Jerusalem Post, November 1, 2023. New research might point to location, remains of Noah's Ark. Paragraphs follow. The location of Noah's Ark might soon be identified, a group of archaeologists have suggested, as they unearthed geological formations in Turkey that bear a striking resemblance to a colossal ship. Additionally, researchers have uncovered rock and soil samples believed to contain remains of the biblical vessel. This formation is believed by many to be the fossilized remains of Noah's Ark. Mount Ararat, Turkey's highest peak, towers at an impressive five kilometers. The site's potential was first identified in 1956. Recently, approximately 30 rock and soil samples were collected from the area and subsequently analyzed at the Istanbul Technical University. The dating studies suggest that these samples date back to 3,500 to 5,000 years ago, aligning with 3,000 B.C., the area, the era, excuse me, of the catastrophic flood. The dimensions of the mound closely match the description of Noah's Ark in Genesis, end of quote. Whether Noah's Ark has been truly discovered is yet to be seen. But the global flood of Noah's Ark had been burned upon the psychic of man, even in over 500 ancient, non-biblical societal records, and the earth has opened its mouth countless times to spit out flood fossils, and there is a clear geological record that tells that story. Noah and the flood have already been found. Be of good cheer, children of God. God's word is true and righteous altogether a place to build a life that will last forever. God said, Luke 17, 26 and 27, And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. God said, Revelation sixteen seventeen through 20, and the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of God from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. God said, Genesis seven seventeen through 20. And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bare up the ark, and it was lift up above the earth. And the waters prevailed, and were increased greatly upon the earth. And the ark went upon the face of the waters, and the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. Man said, There is no God. An explosion out of nothing created me and all you see. And even if there was a God, there isn't. 
He doesn't concern himself in the affairs of men in such a bizarre and ludicrous fashion as Noah and his ark. That sounds like a fairy tale to me. But these Christian simpletons actually believe this foolishness. Sophisticates like me know better. Oh, and by the way, uh, did I tell you a mushroom was my first cousin? Now you have the record.